Hello and welcome back to Trapped in an Isekai, where today we will venture forth into Eastern Europe, venture into the dark forests, find a whip, maybe a woman who's basically the avatar, and our bisexual vampire daddy, and then proceed on an epic adventure, and then jump 300 years into the future to France. And proceed on another epic adventure. <laughs> exactly. For those who don't understand, we are going to watch Castle... We're not watching. We're talking about Castlevania. Oh, we shall watch it again. No, we're going to keep <laughs> watching it over and over and over and over. And then the brain damage. And then the brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am Dylan. This is... Dwoo. 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 <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Castlevania, but first we're gonna debut a new segment called Homework. That's right, even in our adult years, we still can't escape homework. None of us can escape homework. Ever. Fucking school systems. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Drew, do you want to kick off homework? I shall kick off my homework. Um, are you familiar with the Faraway Paladin? I am not. Oh wait, did that just come out? Is it on Crunchy right now? Uh, season two is yeah, so oh, okay. it's the beginning of season two, but mm -hmm. ooh, ooh, it's a good one. It's so a good boy, I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you that one, mm -hmm. and then I'm also going to give you uh, uh, death play, death mount, like death play, death mount. Yep, yep. Sounds hot. <laughs> so uh, the first one I'm giving you is essentially like an adventure. Mm -hmm anime um it's kind of an isekai but not really Got you. um it more so just the main character doesn't remember uh his past just to give a little bit like he remembers some things from the real world and applies like some real world things but he doesn't really remember his life Got so you. it's not like a true isekai yeah um but it's good it's a like a, a good adventure um grounded not really funny it's it's kind of serious but it's still light enough to where it's like it's not like a berserk adventure anime where it's like the shit i usually give you violently twitches right eye uh the second one death mount uh death play death mount mm -hmm. uh, it seems like it's an isekai but it's really not oh, and it's um it's more of like a it's uh it's magical in nature but it's more of like a mystery anime and like mm -hmm. even in where we're at in the anime now like I, i'm all completely caught up mm -hmm. the, the, we're still unraveling all the mystery it's it's fucking good excellent you usually give me good stuff to watch so i'm i'm never in doubt of you giving me homework of you have to watch this. Yeah, though if I would if I were to pick two you haven't seen, it would definitely be those two. Mm -hmm. And they're pr both pretty current. Um Faraway Paladin mm -hmm. originally came out I think either last year or the um fall before. Mm -hmm. And so they're finally doing season 2 for it and very excited. Excellent. And then uh Death uh Death Play Death Mount is new. It uh it came out this uh spring and the, they're doing part 2 of season 1 in the fall, so Excellent. It's very new. Yeah. So. so when thinking about this, my homework for you, I had to be like, he's seen everything I have and then some probably because I'm like, oh, I can make a watch Drifters. No, he knows what Drifters is and which Drifters is one of my favorite animes. Oh, Drifters time. is amazing. And I would definitely watch that shit again. Like, well, that's an own episode. That's its own episode. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yep, for sure. Um, so um, homework I'm going to give you, they're going to be lighthearted ones because okay. I feel like, you know, we'll get into the nit and gritty, dark and spooky here soon. Of just the us like it, with the lights all turned on with hot cocoa and blankets on, be like we watch some fucked up shit drinks. <laughs> Pretty much my entire anime lineup on my Crunchyroll yep. right now. <laughs> Surprising no one, right? Ever, right? Um, so one I'm gonna give you is basically a it's a harem anime. It's um I want to live my life as a farmer. Um, I'm living my second life as a farmer. It's on High Dive. I think I'm pronouncing that title wrong. I'm fairly certain I've watched all of it. Damn it! <laughs> what? Is there something you... Fuck it, we're going to high dive. We're going to the websites right now. And I'm just going to be like, this one. This is what you're Go watching. down the list. <laughs> exactly. Have you seen Lupin the Third? I have not. <gasps> I've given you... I have your homework then. Yeah. I have your homework. Thank God. I was like, maybe he's watched Lupin? I don't think he's watched Lupin. Let's see if he's watched Lupin. But specifically, I'm going to have you watch... Lupin the Third, uh, 
part five. Is that the, on high dive? Okay. It's on high dive. Yes. Right on. And then the next one I wanted to give you, which is, you've already watched all that. You know what? Just for the one. You're watching Lupin the Third High five, Part 5. Okay. You're watching that. I'm <laughs> only giving you one. Because you're like, you've probably seen all the other shit I would give you. Yeah, I'm just over here like, and he has the same streaming services I do. Oh, you could give me that one because I haven't watched it yet. Um, mm-hmm. Like Kingdom of Ruin or whatever. Yeah, I'll give you Kingdom of Ruin. Okay, cool. I'll watch both of those. Yes. Um, so for a little bit of um, backstory, as you've given yours, I'll give mine. Lupin the Third is just based off of the Lupin um, tales back in the day. The Gentleman Thief from the Fen- French uh, writer and all that. Right, right. The, but, they're French novels basically yeah. based off of. And this has been around for like decades. But Since one, the 70s, honestly, yeah. Yeah, and they all, they all very much fuck. They differ in tone a lot. It I, just depends on which one you get. Like, was, if you get the movies, they're a bit darker and a bit more serious. But uh, series are a bit more fun and whimsy. I was going to say, uh, uh, Lupin the Third was actually the first uh, movie Hio Miyazaki animated. Really? Yep, that was the first movie he... Before he started doing his own movies, he uh, animated a Lupin the Third movie. Huh. It's a fun little uh, anime history for you. The more you know. So... And also, for Kingdom of Ruin, just to give you a bit of heads up, it's one of the best revenge plots I've ever seen in my life. And we've seen a lot of revenge plots. Excellent. And it's not, um, and it's not, um, the one, the one anime, um, reincarnated as a healer. Fuck you, High Dive, for supporting that and putting it on your platform. And also, just for, just to be a bouncer, fuck you, Crunchyroll, for not updating your app at any at all times, you fucking dicks. There was a minute there where my country wall on my PlayStation was fucked. Like oh, I would, that happened to me today. I had to down, I had to like kill it multiple times and then go back into it to watch did it episodes. Do, did it that, that do that weird thing where there's a bar at the top and it's like no, it just said oops, try again, oops. Oh try again. yeah, I was dealing with a lot of that today too, and I was getting caught up on all my shows, all your stories, all my stories. But um, if I would. Not this isn't homework, but if I would to suggest another one because I think it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Is one that I kind of talked to you earlier about, which was the uh, it's like something like undead uh, murder farce or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah I, I think it's I think it's that. undead murder farce, and, and I give you undeath on luck. Yep, because I was like, this is fun. <laughs> yep. I've read it. This is fun. Yep, yep. And I saw that. I mean, honestly, man, I will say this: like, Hulu doesn't put out a lot of anime, but, but they the put sh- out bangers. They it's like because I was like, first it was uh, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, and I was like, Let's I watched. See. I was like, damn, they did that like well. I was like, this is literally the best section of Bleach, and it's not even. I think the I don't even think it's the best section of Bleach, but it's been the most gratifying to watch thus far right like it's just been done so much better the pacing is so much fucking better there's no filler bullshit there's no deadline like it's no there's no impending crisis of oh my show's about my manga's about to be canceled if i don't do this in a certain amount of chapters i mean i'm pretty sure we're both on a list for uh heavenly delusion oh god don't mm. but fuck that's a good show great show we're we're gonna talk about that in its entirety of its episode i mean with with we gave we gave it a little bit of one. We gave it like a third of one. Yeah, yeah. But um, now I've watched all of it. Well, it'll definitely get a season two. I oh, guarantee. Oh, it definitely you. will. But uh, I'm still gonna suplex you into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, summertime rendering was great until the last few episodes, and then we don't acknowledge them, and we stop at what episode twenty three? Episode twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fucking. Tokyo Revengers season two is on there. Like I was like shocked that it. That they, that uh, sorry, every time you mention Tokyo Revengers, a little laugh in my head about how the manga ended, and everyone's like, "This isn't how it's supposed to end." And I'm like, "The fuck you mean it's not?" I was like, "It's actually kind of the perfect ending." It frankly, is the perfect ending. Everyone, oh wait, uh, spoilers: five, four, four three, two, one. Everyone has lives a happy life and ends up being okay in the end. They even fucking reform Kizuki because they managed to get a hold of him before his mind gets warped. warped. Like, and they keep South okay, which they met him when he was like older, and then he already committed probably murders, and then and yep. then he's like, "Nah, South's cool." I'm like, "How the fuck you reform that guy?" I was like, I was like, please elaborate a little bit more on this anime. <laughs> like, he just looks over at this guy, looks at them. I mean, like, I know you kill him in the end, but at the same time. Also, what? also other big spoilers. The fact that 
um, the reason Mikey's so fucked up is because his brother was the original time traveler, and then he gave it to fucking Takamichi. Like, and then, and then apparently everyone who's labeled as the time jumper can, is like going to die a painful death. Yep. Which Takamichi basically does at all yeah. times. Yeah. Well, and then he fucking he finally does die and transfers the power to Mikey, and it's just like they go back to and they're like, wait a minute, I remember everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <gasps> What? We can, do this. we can fix this. Right. And everyone can get married and be happy. Right. God, when Hannah died. Uh, Hinata. Oh my God. When it's like, I can't feel, she feels cold. And I went, I she's died. like, I can't feel my legs talking about you. I was like, I haven't cried in an anime in a long time. And uh, that made me fucking cry. And <laughs> like, then while Mikey's carrying her to the hospital, and then she's like, I think she's gone. I went, dead. Yeah. Just me, whatever I was doing in that moment, just fell out of the chair or stopped standing and just died right there. Kisaki, you fucking piece of shit. I still love the meme that came out of that where he gets hit by a truck. And then, like, it's the meme of, like, power and one of the other people from Chainsaw Man driving the truck. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. It was great. But no, this season of anime seems to be bangers all around. Uh, We have content for years now. We have... Nothing to worry about. We're fine. Yeah. Except scheduling in the wintertime. Right. God. Well, fucking... Well, even on High Dive, man, like, Eminence is Shadow Season 2. Um, I tried to watch that Dark Gathering show. I was... It wasn't for me. It oh, wasn't for me. There? Yeah, it wasn't for me. Mm. I'll, I'll just call in sick at work one day and then just be like... And just watch anime the entire day. Fuck yeah. That amazing. <laughs> Drew and Dylan are both oddly calling off work at the same time. Is this is this related? No. <laughs> We're not perfectly fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? We just want to watch anime. Leave us alone. <laughs> I've been fooling these suckers for years. <laughs> God. Ugh. Some days you just got to do it. Some days you just watch that good, good. Ugh. All right, and now with everything out of the way, we have our homework. Uh, you'll have to text me everything again, and then yeah, that's fine. I will. Um, and then you have yours, I have mine, and then um, now we gotta get into the bigger part of this episode, which is Castlevania, Oof. ran by Netflix, came out in seventeen. I feel like that's seven, right? Let me let me pull up some stats. I want to say originally. It was like 2018. It was when the first season came out. I think so. Oh, God. Everything's white. God damn. Put it away. So, basically, it's based off of video games of the same name. You have the same kind of premise of... Not the same premise, just because they know how to do video games right, where it's like, we're going to take your characters, but we're going to tell our story with them. Yeah. Which is what Arcane is doing as well with the League of Legends characters. They're like, your lore is stupid. Ours is better, by default. That's another show I haven't really watched. Oh, right. That's that's your homework now. <laughs> He's like, fuck the rest of the shit. That's your homework. That's your homework. <laughs> no, you're going to fuck Kingdom of Ruin. Get that out of here. Kick that out. Except I don't have Netflix. I'll find a way. I get. Mm, I've given you a thing. Well, problem with that is, is it? Oh, no it, c- it found out, didn't it? Yep, and found Damn out. Damn it, it! It's too strong. <laughs> They're getting too powerful. Right. IP addresses. Uh, on a different note, the thing about raising the prices. <sighs> Fucking Netflix. Right. Everything's raised their price, but now it's over. Like, Dude, Netflix is like, for? we're gonna make you pay twenty dollars a month for our mediocre service. You like, have a terrible library. Yeah, you have good Korean dramas, and that's it. It's like you have probably about ten or fucking banger animes, and then some really good Korean series, and that's pretty much all you got. Movies are kind of dog shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Once in a blue moon, there's some funny shit on there. Like, <laughs> but no. Um, back on topic. The actually it came out at seventeen. Shit. Okay. We're old. I know. I well, I knew it was around that time. I was like, I was like, I know it was. It had to have been somewhere between like 2017 and 2019. Mm-hmm. So basically, this was um, the studios behind this are um, Powerhouse Animation for the entire series, um, Warren Ellis Productions for season three and four, um, Shankar Animation for the rest of for the entire series, Project Fifty One Productions, 
and Federator Studios for the entire series. The only one they brought in was probably Warren Ellis because I think, I think, and this is just me speculating, so uh, the speculation hammer is going to come down and just smash me and be like, you're wrong. I feel like that studio helped out with the 3D look 2D parts of the series. Right. Because there's some stuff where, like, they, and they do it in Nocturne, too. Like, let's just get into it. The animation's fucking flawless. Yeah, both series, the animation is so good. Mm. The voice acting is phenomenal. Like, it's, um, the fight choreography on many occasions has blown me away. Um, specifically, I can, I think there's like, uh, episode seven in season two. When they're in the castle? Yep. That's one of the greatest anime fight scenes of all time. Like when I, they enter it or when they fight Dracula, because that's the same all of episode. it. Like yeah, all of it. Like it's just the way it's paced is fucking perfect. I loved the fight with Dracula, especially at the end, where it's just like Lisa, I'm killing our boy. I yeah. I really am a dead man. I just I, wait. Damn it! You're the complex villain that I've loved so much. Yo, and you uh, son of a bitch, Dracula, you bitch. My, I'll never forget my uh, cousin Kyle. He texted me after we both we both watched it at the same time. Yeah. And uh, when we were done, he texted me and he said, "I wasn't ready for that kind of pain." Like, <laughs> oh god. And the worst part is like Dracula's going in for a hug, but no, like it's just so well done. You can tell like there's time and care and all that put into. The joy of like making this really great series. I would say of the four seasons, two is the best in my opinion. No, mm, three, two or three. I actually think three is the weakest. I think really? four. I think four is much stronger than three because everything they set up in three gets paid off. Well, I feel like you can't have four without three. Like, I, I was gonna say you can't have four without three. You I can't have three without. I just four. think I don't. I think the pacing is great in season three. There, there's so many stories that are weaving to make, like, to, for future payoff. So I, it's definitely necessary. But like some of those story threads are just they just take a minute to unfold. And to me, uh, some of season three is a real slog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I now some outlier episodes. Everything, everything Isaac did was great. I was just about to bring up Isaac. Um, I, I feel like him and um, who's the other Smith? Um, Hector. Him and Hector essentially carry that season for sure. Like um, some because of the stuff with um, Belmont and the source and Sypha, it's just not as interesting. It's not interesting, but I feel like they have the interest for the past two seasons. Yeah. So them taking a back seat is not, I would say, pivotal to the setup of what happens in the later act. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, well, and and I I agree with you. I do think season two is the the best season Mm -hmm. because... We don't even look at our heroes. Well... The, I think the best episodes in season four are like the first six because most of that shit gets paid off. And then it's the stuff that like with like Varney and with uh, Patron Saint. Yeah. All that stuff gets paid off at the end, but I don't feel like it's as interesting. I don't feel like it's as interesting as some of the stuff that happens with Isaac and Hector, like especially like his actually uh, Hector's fight with Carmilla that is my favorite episode in all of Castlevania. I fucking love that episode. I like how Hector was basically just helping Isaac all at the same time. He's like, here's one for you, one for you, one for you, one for you. And that's a direct my, shot to her house. My favorite Hector line, because he he definitely, I did not like him in season two, but he grows on me in season three. And well, I, yeah, he wasn't given screen time. We, he was just, uh, he was an arm of Dracula. And then when Dracula throws him out, he becomes an actual character. My, my favorite is... <laughs> after his meeting with Isaac when Isaac leaves he goes ah he didn't murder me that was unexpected <laughs> <laughs> that was great that was just a great pivotal moment of how am I alive um, and then you have so we're in season 4 I want to back it up a little bit to season 2 because I feel like the pacing of everything goes It's. I think season 4 and season 2 have really good pacing <clears throat> I feel like there's some pacing things like i think there's just some story beats in season four in my personal opinion that kind of like speed along a little bit but that's just me um no like i think we should look back at the first season more or less because i think it did something different than when you release like a major show and like i feel like 
It only had four episodes. Yeah. There were four episodes in the first season, and I feel like that's a gamble to put on any new show. Because you're just like, well, we're putting our eggs in a basket. Well, and I think it, I think it was almost like a, if you look at it like a music compilation instead of um, a, series, a series, it was almost like an EP to where they were dipping their toe in the water with it to see if this they could actually be successful with this thing. And it, I didn't think it was going to get a season two. I fucking loved it. But I was like, man, this is such a niche genre. I think it's going to be hard. But the fandom loved it so much. It was so popular. Boom, we got season two and it was fucking amazing and frankly some of the shit in season one that happens is awesome like the dialogue some of my favorite the dialogue Belmont speech is what gets me every time like his speech was just like we never cared to know you and death has never frightened me and the priest says good i'm like uh you're there with murder jesus which they say in season three he's like you're <laughs> yeah. literally the jesus of murder and I'm just like, <laughs> bill niley just said this man is the jesus of murder can i get that on a shirt yep Oh yeah, no. Uh, my favorite is the uh, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite is the interaction between the priest and the demon in season one. God. That's my favorite bit of dialogue. When the priest is like, "You can't be in here. This is God's house," and he's like, "God, God has, has abandoned no you. you." He's like, "He's like, he, you don't she garner was a witch." Lies, lies in the house of God, and I was like, "Oh, my favorite, my favorite." He's like, he's like, he's like, your God has abandoned you. What you've done makes him puke. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love. We still love you. Let me kiss you, and yeah. then there's that. I go just oh. eat some head first. Yeah. Oh. You see that scene happens, but in the next season, he's just shown like with like part of his face is gone in like the castle. Remember. He he's brought back in season two by Hector to do the water, the holy water thing. So Dracula's army basically goes up in flames, like he, they bless the river. Like he's the guy who blesses the river. But like I don't know, that's a small continuity thing for me. Where it's like I I honestly totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's kind of a bummer because I that scene is like it's so it's so fucking metal. Like. I, that this series is just so fucking metal, man. It really is. No, we're not disputing that. And I think this. I want to talk about the animation a little bit. It's just in three and four, you see that um, they do a lot of CG, like three D character models, but in a two D style that makes it not look out of place unless you know what you're looking for. In which, that's fine. I'm not going to be like, it's against the holiness of 2D drawing. I'm like, no, these artists are underpaid and need more money for the art they actually put out. Man, if we're going to talk about season four, dude. The uh, I love that Castlevania essentially gives us the fucking anime version of Artorias fighting from <laughs> Dark Souls. It's so dope. I like, I like Me and my uh, cousin were texting back and forth through it and we're like, man... If we're never going to get a Dark Souls anime, I was like, that's the closest shit we'll ever get to it. Is that it's her putting on the uh, sunbather armor and just going ape shit in it. I do like how the in season four, if we're going to stay, if we're staying on that topic, I do like how it ends. I love how it ends a lot because everyone just goes kind of full circle where it's like Alucard's in a better place, like mentally and emotionally and all that. Um, he's with a woman who actually appreciates him and is actually won't, like, you know, betray them while they're having sex, allegedly. We don't know what happened in that bedroom. But listen, the twin... Okay, I want to talk about this. Let's go, the yeah. The twin scene. The, just oh. season three, where it's like the Japanese assassins come to Alucard and be like, teach us your ways, but also don't. But also, we're just gonna fuck you. And then it's also interspliced with the battle scene. And you're just over here like... I'm horny and I don't know for what. What am I being horny for? Right. The I was violence, like, what have you done to me? What have you done to us, Castlevania? Violence or the titties. I actually do love his line too after uh after that scene where he puts their heads on pikes. He's like, My father would be proud. Like <laughs> uh, he doesn't even put their heads on spikes. He puts their entire bodies like right. not even covered there. And then oh, I still like in that scene, he's like, no, please don't. And he's like, be- not begging for his life. He's begging for theirs and just going like, my father hated magical weapons. I don't. And then I just go, oh, <laughs> I was like, 
damn. That's the other thing about this show is that like the writing's really good too, especially with the pacing for characters. The judge, that motherfucker, that son of a bitch. God damn. I knew he was up to something. I knew like right. there was something wrong with this. And I'm like, originally I thought he was a pedophile. And then I just found out he was a murderer. Yeah, I think everybody... A sadistic son of a bitch murderer. Yeah, I think everybody was like, ooh, he's giving me real pedo vibes. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, he's a murderer. I was like, so it's the lesser of two evils. Still terrible. <laughs> it's still terrible. He's killing but children who have done no wrong and yeah. explore the world and have some fun. Yeah. And then we have to talk about... Oh, this is better than sex when he drinks a beer. <laughs> and then yeah. like, you what? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I've I've definitely had those moments in life. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, I get it's that. it there's some that is one of the most relatable quotes in the entire show. Cause it's just like, yeah, I've had those fucking days. Like yep. I really have. Oh god, what else is there? Um I do like the the writing just is good because it doesn't make these characters feel like tropes. Like every character is a trope. Like every character embodies the ideals of a certain way a character like these people are going to act or a certain way these all do. Um, but I definitely love the Sypha and Trevor Flash um, uh, montage in season four. Especially like I said shit, okay, and then it's just like, and I'm like. And then, like, I f- I found you, and then I like you, and then you did this to me. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also I, I also like uh, like the they keep finding like the cult of Dracula. He's like, I'm getting really it's tired of cleaning this shit up. Like, <laughs> I love where it's like, why are they trying to bring this old bastard back? Do any of you know why? <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they come back though, which is also terrible. Wait, okay. I'm going to go into ther- th- theories here. Okay. Well, it's mainly for Nocturne. So do we transfer to Nocturne? Or do you want to keep? Um, I just, man, fucking, yeah. I, I was, I actually wanted to leapfrog on what you said about, uh, there, these characters aren't tropes. Yeah. Even though they really have the potential to be like, mm-hmm. um, they're human. They're human. And like Isaac had a very, had very much the chance to be that revenge trope. But he ends up becoming something so much more. It's like all those characters, they all at by the end of the series have become so much more. Yeah. And I, like and I think that like, man, the characters in the show, they're so fucking good. Like and, and I a big part of it is the dialogue. The dialogue is just it's some of the better dialogue I've seen in a show like this, for sure. Like I can't I really there's very few shows I think that the dialogue lives up to. Um like the characters yeah yeah because we get so much of the same like one-line quips or anything like that like from marvel or from like any modern day action movie or anything like that and i mean like belmont and uh alucard both have their quips and they're funny and Eat shit and die. yes go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> he's like great we're dealing with a cranky fucking teenager like <laughs> i love that where it's like please we're not fucking children Eat shit and die. <laughs> yes, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh man, I uh, when he when he knees him in the balls and it's like, please have some dignity, have some have some fight. class. This isn't a bar fight. And, then <laughs> yeah. and I was like, damn. Yeah. Um. No, it's a it's a really good stepping stone for it all. And we all thought it was gonna die. And it's like, oh, this ends pretty well, and I'm very happy by it all. And then like a year later, Nocturne, and we're all like, oh. You speak more. Uh, so Nocturne came out a month ago? Month ago. Month ago. Yeah, month ago. Um, and it was good. It was good. A bit, and I have some critiques about it, a bit rushed in storytelling. I, I, I actually, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have good points of like where characters need to keep going. Yeah, it also, it's the same deal though, man. The fucking characters are really engaging. Yeah, like I'm. I'm finding myself like, especially from the uh, escaped slave girl. Like, her, she's awesome. I fucking love her, man. Her, uh, I'm fascinated by her character. <laughs> I think um, this is the best time to bring this up. Have you looked at the audience score for this? No. Oh boy, I'm just gonna pull it up and let you see what I've seen. You're gonna have fun with this, bud. Have a lot of fun with this. So much fun. Fill the dead air for me. Okay. Talk about something. Well, um, fucking, 
you yeah, got. I, I pulled up the rating for him now. Why? Why? Um, it gets better. That. So, for reference, the audience score for this show is forty-four percent. The Google part of it is two point nine percent. I'll I'll find the bad review for you. I'll find the yeah, one I'm just, star. I'm just Here it is. I have a bone to pick for this show. I understand it's based off a video game. I also understand they had to write a story and make it however. This feels like a full emasculation of the main protagonist. Clearly somebody didn't watch the... Now, I am two episodes in. I'm watching the third. and Bro, you didn't even watch the entire thing. Yeah. This man has a fucking pivotal arc in season... In, not season. Episode six, where he literally gets his magic back and becomes magic Jesus. Yeah, it's... uh. I'm reading the rest of this. Keep following for me. Yeah, it's one of those things where my cousin was kind of saying the same thing. I was talking to him where he's like, you know, I don't know. The pacing is a little bit slow in the beginning. I was like, oh, dude, you got to keep watching it because this is one of those um, seasons where the last three episodes pay off everything that's been established so far. Um, The other thing that mainly people are bitching about is um, Anais. Is that her name? Amelia? I can't remember her name. Uh, the, The black lady. The the one who has connection to the uh, why are experience. they complaining about that? Uh, woke. I'm just gonna say that one word because that's all they say and fucking all of it is just eh, it's Wokevania now. The fuck are you on? She's a cool ass character. She's, I mean, keep going. I got this. She's literally character. somebody who has. She's the exact opposite of our main protagonist, right? Yeah. So she's somebody that has had adversity spit in her face. She's had a very adversity. She was the product of capitalism and slavery. Of course, she has like the best arc of out of anyone. She's taking back her fucking life. But that's that's my point, though. Is her and the um, Belmont, the new Belmont, Richter, uh, Richter. There are two sides to the same coin. There are two people that have come up against extreme stance, circumstances and adversity, whereas um, Annalise has embraced her adversity and become super powerful, and it's empowering to her. Annette. Her Annette. So, I was sorry. Like, it An- starts with an A. Correction. We're apologizing. Right Correction, now. Annette. Annette has embraced her circumstances, and she did, hasn't... I mean, well, she did run away, but I mean... She, well, she you know, ran away for good reasons. But, but she didn't... <laughs> She didn't run away in the sense where she was. She faced her problems head on is the point I'm getting at. Yeah. And she became and she embraced her power through that. Whereas Richter had his traumatic event in the very beginning. And then repressed it. And he repressed it. And he is consistently running away from that trauma instead of embracing it. And that's what his whole arc in the first season is, is him learning, is him accepting his trauma and making it a part of himself. So it's like for those who are like talking about demasculization of the main character, they clearly haven't watched the fucking show. Well, and clearly in that one, they did also have, they said, I'm only on the third episode. Why the fuck are you writing a review? Right. Get the fuck out of here. Right. It's like, how are you going to review a show that you haven't fully, fully, enjoy, fully thought watched. about? And like, yeah. I get people aren't as smart as us. That's right. I'm doing our own horn. We're smart. We watch a lot of shows. We know what the fuck we're talking about from a story standpoint. Um, it's just that. It's just that kind of reviewing doesn't do anything for a show, especially if you go in with, like, this idea of, like, oh, she's, like, if you come in with racist ideals, one, fuck yourself. Just legitimately fuck yourself for bringing in that racist shit. Fuck yourself. But two, it's not doing anything for the product. You're not being like, oh, she's black. It's a terrible show. I'm like, fuck you. Like, it doesn't bring any good critique to a show. By showing something that actually happened in history and then tying it into this vampire plot for a revolution, which is a great setting for the vampire revolution. Right. And, for the French Revolution. And this, like, I think the first series takes place around, what, like 1385? Some, no. Some, 14. 14-something 14 or other. So, yeah. So, that, around this time, it would be, like, probably either right before the American Revolution or... Oh wait, no. Are you talking Nocturne or? Sorry. I'm talking Nocturne. So Nocturne. So this Nocturne is 300 years later. If we're going Nocturne right now, 
Um, sorry, I was going back to the first one. I was going back to the first. I know, the, but that's where I'm. Series. I'm that's where I'm spring pointing. Are you this. going from the first? So wait. So are you if, going it, from if Castlevania it's, the first series or Castlevania Nocturne. So if it's from the 1400s, Nocturne is 300 years later. Yeah. So it would be either right before the American Revolution so, or. I think in the first episode, America just became independent. So I think that, I, that so yeah I was gonna I say it's either right before happened. or right after yeah because then it, it takes like a decade or more for the French Revolution to kind of kick off because of a lot of other shit and then the Reign of Terror happens which is another decade of shit but beside the point we're not a history podcast yet um, <laughs> um, no so but that's my point though is like say uh, the point in which like they're kind of sprinkling history into this show and so um, like you said. The French Revolution is about to happen, which, you know, I'm... It's currently happening, but it's being put down right now. Exactly. Because it's popping off in Paris, but in the outer, like, other reaches of it all, it is not popping off. And, And it seems to me they're tying in this, like, vampire god into, like, this entire theme. And so, like, slavery at this point is still very much a big thing, a big trade in the world, especially, like, in Europe, with Europe. So... It's like devaluing that and like trying to saying it didn't happen or like right it into or, or saying she's a bad character because of like the circumstances of her character. It's just stupid. Like, what's wrong with you people? Right. Be better. <laughs> That's all we want out of you. And for the people who put fours, you have good critiques. I like you. Um, I mean, uh, even even if it was like a you didn't give it a good review. If you have a valid if you point have to make, of it, yeah, then it's a good review at that point. Because it's not. It's like for review to make sense. It's not just I didn't like it. That doesn't get you an A in any class if you take any like creative writing or anything or script writing or anything. You have to give the person back something. Otherwise, they're going to ignore you. They're not going to listen to you. And they're just going to keep on doing this, which if they keep on doing this, I'm perfectly happy. It's a good show. Right. I My, my only criticism is uh, I do agree with um, my cousin where the pacing in this season mm-hmm. wasn't as good as some of the others oh, yeah. like especially like like i'd say like really in three and four the it, it's it does take a little backslide it seems it does seem a little slower but then three, it pick, it's definitely slower in season three of the first castlevania but then it's just boom boom boom, boom for four. right well, I, I, I was more, i was more so talking oh, about episodes. um episode three and four <laughs> Uh, episode three and four definitely are slower with this one because we like we get so much information in episode one and two, um, and then they kind of try try to start world building in three and four. Mm-hmm. So it does um, the action definitely for a little like the first half of the it takes a backseat. It takes a backseat. It's setting up the chessboard yep. for everything. Yeah, and I I feel like season two is where it's going to be. It's, it's going to be. It's it's going to be just like the first season of Ca- the first series of Castlevania, where season one sets everything up, um, and season one and three set everything up, and then seasons two and four are just madness oh yeah like, no i feel like that's definitely what's gonna happen i also feel like this series in particular it's gonna be short i'm talking like next season and then it's done i, I that was kind of what i was thinking too especially now we're getting into big spoiler Spoilers, territory five four, four three two one that best gay boy has shown bye up boy. bye boy Best yes, bye boy. Best vampire daddy bye boy has shown up. That son of a bitch with the golden locks. Oh. We're talking a la carte, baby. Oh, that when I knew something was going to happen based on all the cuts and all that. I'm like, they're not going to kill Richter. They're, they can wound him, sure. And then they're going to do some magic bullshit. But then I don't like that. But then it's like, stab. And I went, blah. And I'm like, Richter did magic? Richter do goo? And then Alucard just there in the background with the Symphony of the Night silhouette. I just go... <sighs> it was like I'm gonna need you to take a back step, Castlevania Nocturne. My penis can only be so erect. Like <laughs> me, he just goes. I need a cigarette <laughs> because I feel like having Alucard be the cliffhanger, ending at the cliffhanger, shows that there's this like time factor in and all that. And now I want to go into a theory. I want to go into speculation territory. Okay, puts on glasses. Um, uh, Bust the monocle out, Dylan. <laughs> um, so Dracula and his wife are still alive. Well, Dracula is still alive at this point. Daddy, Daddy comes in in season two. Dracula comes in it's to a- save his son 
Oh, imagine that, like, they're fighting God and they're losing, and then the original God shows up and goes, Did you just hit my son? Did you just mortally wound my son? Okay, bitch, this moon's now red. <laughs> Dude, that's what I hope for, because at this point, like, because at the end of, we didn't bring this up, but in season four, they allege that they're going to go to Alucard and say hi. They've had to have said hi by now. It's been Otherwise, they're fucking terrible years. fucking parents. I, w- I would actually speculate, considering the way that they were brought back, I would say his mom might be immortal at this point. Why would his mom be? I thought she wouldn't want to be a vampire. That's my thought. It's just she wouldn't want to be a vampire. But they were dead and resurrected. But they're back to their ages. Is that so how like, that worked? I feel like that's how the, we weren't given an explanation, so maybe that's, they are immortal. Yeah, I was. Well, I just, Dracula was already immortal, so maybe, maybe um, what's it? What's the mom's name? I don't remember. Oh fuck! I said the line too. Fuck! I can't go back and listen to myself. Um, uh, <laughs> Lisa, for love. Of yeah, God. Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> um, and maybe that's how that works. Maybe that is. I don't know. We'll find out later. Um, but it's just so. Good. Also, um, I want to go back to just hammering home the point that he is not emasculated. He has trauma. When you push down trauma and you hide it behind the idea of you don't know who you are, you just know you were told you were a Belmont and then you saw your mom die, you have a lot of trauma. Especially when the man who caused all of it appears out of the fucking ether. Out of nowhere. Also because the reason why I say he's best bye boy because we have have best gay vampire in this series right now. Yes, we do. He is. He's a really interesting character. so good. And we're talking about Orthox. Orthox? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, you know, at first you're like, damn, that was pretty cold-blooded. But then when he explains the reason why he killed Richter's mom, he's like... He's like he. She killed my lover, and I, when I mean lover, I mean I was in love with this man. Like I wanted him to spend eternity with me, mm-hmm. and she murdered him, and she's like, so she had to die. And I was like, I was like, fair. Yeah, I was like, the same thing. That's that's uh, we've given it's pretty him. hard to argue, honestly. I also like how they made the right hand man of the church like also into gay sex. I just went. God damn it, Shell! You're doing too good. <laughs> right? You're doing too good. How dare you be so accurate? How like, dare you just be like? Okay, there were gays back then. Who would have thought? <laughs> and it's just like, I was just like over here, just like, wow, it's really good to show this representation. That's also probably why there's a lot of low rates, but they're just like, <gasps> they had, they implied sex, gay sex. <gasps> and then they were over here like, so it's good for the characters because I still like at the end where it's like, so what are you saying about me? It's like, oh, you're just a fling. End of it. Saves his boyfriend from the vampire god and goes, you're not gonna win. Please don't go. Tear. They didn't say words. I just went, damn show you're doing. The The point of good writing is showing, not telling. And the point of showing that Orthox just cries for the man that he fell in love with slowly through time. And who fell in love with another man, doesn't want to see him die. Ugh. Just, ugh. I really hope that what they do and that for speculation on season two, he dies in Ortho like either one of them die in each other's arms. But I feel like it makes more sense that Belmont and Orthox have an understanding. Not like not just like gur gur because like Orthox shows like I don't kill mercilessly. I kill for reasons. And even then he was like, Okay guys, vampire god is actually a god and I need some help. <laughs> I need you to kill it. And it's just there. It's this side in like he's just a well-written character where he's not necessarily the villain. You can say he's even a protagonist. Like I see him as an anti-hero motif more than anything else. I I would say he is the type of he's almost like the villain that you root for because he's not necessarily He's our Red Hood. He's our Red Hood in the Bat Family. Kind of, yeah. That's a good That's a good comparison, I yep. feel like. I feel like that's the only comparison we can make for this character. He's deeply troubled. <laughs> he wanted to live a long life. Also, when it's revealed, he's fucking Aztec. I was just like, oh my god, it makes all the sense in the world. That was dope, yeah. I, like, I the did subtle like- reveal of, like, I saw them arrive on ships. They killed us with disease. I went, huh? What? And even, like... And, like, when she said, like, the vampire goddess was like, they call you Aztec? I went, 
Oh, everything makes sense. All of it. Everything here. And I'm just like, oh, show you're just I you're also, fucking. You're fucking. I, well. I also liked his subtle jab to that other vampire where he's like, I'm aligning myself with her. I'm not bowing to her. <laughs> that. Uh, and then we had the simp vampire. Everyone's sipping over that vampire. I can't remember her name, but we're going to pull it up again. But with all due respect, those shoes looked mighty uncomfortable. She looked very uncomfortable walking in those. Right. Do we have her? Oh, Dolta. Drolta. I don't know if I can say her name. It's, but she's the one that everyone's going to simp over, which, fair, she's an attractive vampire lady. At the same time, she's also the antithesis of Orthox. Wait, I think we have his, we have his name up here now. I'm going to read it. Orlock. Or... Or... <sighs> O-L-R-O-X. Or... Olrox. Olrox. I'm going with Olrox. Until further notice. <laughs> Until I stand corrected. <laughs> Until I'm going to be bashed in my head out of a correct way to pronounce it by just watching the show again. But no, it's the it's like you see the two sides of the same coin. Where you see that um um the Sakhmet, Sakhmet, like in like in Russia, we see that for um Auntie's character, the Auntie one, who what's her name? I believe that's the one who's called... Oh, Mar- no. Maria's the other one. Uh, oh, Tara. Tara, the one who Richter was going to go live with. We see that, and, like, she's... <laughs> those are the fucked up vampires. Those are the ones who are just like, I hate everything, you're all cattle. They're, they're, the, they're the god brands of it all. Which, yep. which is most of vampire side. Then you have the Ulrocks Ol- people who are just like, just leave me alone. I just want to live my life forever. <laughs> Right. I might eat a few humans. I'll make sure they're bad ones. Right. Like, I feel like that's all he does. He just eats the bad people. But no, this show's really well balanced and all that. It fucks on all levels and I'm very happy by its product to all the people who say it get, deserves 44% of Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck you. You are wrong. <laughs> wrong, I say. I'm a... Uh... I definitely love the ending. I'm very excited to see what they do with season two. I want to see what these bad reviews are. I just want to see them. You see what they got. You want to just I just go want to hate them? on them. I want to hate on them for like five minutes. Let me just hate on them. All right. Um, load the review. Do it. I don't think this is good content. I think this is the show's telling us this isn't good content. <laughs> right. <laughs> but either way. We don't, w- we don't need to acknowledge these peasants. We don't peasants. need to acknowledge these filthy, undeserving peasants with our time and vocal energy. Ah, so Drew, we have a ranking system on this show. Um, where do you think it lies? Because we have, um, do, are we using the fuck, the fuck, the fuck meter, or are we using just the metal meter? Because I think metal does a little bit better. Yeah, metal, metal, metal's more advertiser friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like we have punk, and then we have what's the what's the opposite of punk? Like punk's the middle. I feel like punk's a good middle ground here. It'd be like sludge metal, sludge metal. <laughs> like doom metal, like doom metal. I feel like it would be the bottom, like <laughs> slow paced sludge, like okay, kind so of boring sludge metal, punk, heavy as fuck, or just heavy metal because I don't think we we, we combine. I combine two: the fuck meter and the metal meter. I feel like this is like if we're gonna number it. I feel like it's like in the middle of punk and heavy, where it's like it's a good first start. It's got a lot of things going for it. Also, there's old me in there. I wanted to bring up that juice Belmont. It's just me when I get older. <laughs> <laughs> An old grumpy man who knows how to do a whip. <laughs> yeah, I um I'm kind of in the same place, man. I'm between like punk and metal. Um I I I definitely think it's in I think it, it's establishing what will be a better season two. Exactly. That's 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 where I'm lying with it. It's I I'm really excited to see what they did um um that that last three episodes was a lot of fun to watch um that like you know it's it's the that these the writers of these shows know what they're doing they really know how to pay off build up and they they've, they've proven that time and again i yeah. also i won't lie just to kind of peel back a little bit i figured spoiler um that the priest was like the the father 
they have he had to be just because of like the subtle hints even before something was mentioned i was like yeah you two fucked i'm like you two you two in particular fucked to make that yup and when they when they reveal it it's like yeah i kind of saw that coming yeah i kind of saw it coming i also okay we're not i'm gonna agree with your rating but i also want to go back into something the complex character of the priest himself who we have the antithesis of his daughter being the revolutionary, which is down with the church, down with the state, all that stuff. You know, the good shit. And then we have, no, you're all heathens and all that. Right. He's like uh, all about established traditions, even when they're doing evil. Mm-hmm. And that and that's kind of like where they where they flip it on its head. I love how they, they essentially, they kind of break him. They do. They have to break because he's so resolute and everything. And then he's realizing his resolution has basically doomed all of humanity. Yup. In this one moment. Yup. Like all his decisions up to this point have totally fucked mankind. Like all for the sake of his very thin ideals. We also forgot to mention a very important character in this. Edouard. We forgot to mention Edouard. Edouard. Oh, that's right. Night creature man. The man who is showing that these guys aren't gone. The man who, like, we got a hint of it from Fly Guy. Yup, that that, uh, night creatures actually retain part of their soul. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. I, um, I, I kind of completely forgotten about him until you mentioned I did. it i i remembered him but then we i went on a tangent i completely forgot but like, yeah that that whole aspect of him, i really want to see what they do with him too it's great that like we we get a build off of like oh they retain some of their souls they remember things and then this guy just gets turned into a night creature and remembers everything and i feel like that was one of the big pacing problems i had it's like they immediately go back to the town to try and rescue or kill not like they go to kill him but then she recognizes oh my god you're actually still in there um but then like they immediately go there and then there's a fight oh they have like a they have a rally for the revolution and then they get attacked i'm like no shit you're gonna get attacked like that was a weak part in the series for me it was just like you're not really thinking well from you're in the enemy's den when you go into that town you gotta be smarter about when you go into town well essentially um i think it's in that right and that really doesn't give them a choice because they don't want to they want to plan it out more. And she's like, no, I'm going now. I'm going with or without you. So I don't think it's necessarily weak writing on that part. It's just Annette is being so impulsive. She's not really giving them time to formulate a good plan to do this because they're uh, Richter and um, Marie are telling Annette like, hey, he's a night creature like. He, his soul is long gone. Like the, she's like, well, you know, at least let me put him to rest. She's like, okay, that's fine. But this is like, huh? He's still there. Yeah, like he's still inside. Cool. We're gonna rescue him, and then all everything goes to shit as like they're kind of they kind of expected it to, and they're doing okay fighting, and that's when Orlock or however the fuck all he's rocks. all rocks that's when all rocks shows up and that's when richter has his total breakdown he's like fuck this i'm out well no like even then no he like, literally runs no, straight out of the no 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 i was talking about mainly when he first gets turned into and then he gets sent to fight them and then he kills like two night creatures that are about to attack on that um and then they take him away which good god those night creatures when they first showed up like oh no they're they're the they're the meat and the potatoes. They're the meat and the potatoes. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Um, I do like how they're going about this because um, I talked to someone. He's like, oh, I didn't like the thing. I'm like, you do know that's like a key and integral part to this character. Not only what he was before he was a night mo- night creature, but what he is now as a night creature of using his voice to re- remember have people remember because there are some some of them are too far gone. Like they are just there. They lost their humanity. But then you got Jacques, who was like the horse one. And then you got the other guy who doesn't talk, but he's there. And then like when the three headed one comes up to kill him and they all just stab him. And I was just like, victory. Um, no, it's a great. I it's a, again, I feel like it's a stepping stone. Well, and it's also it's a reflection of himself too. like like how. So he helped free Annette, who was a slave. And now and he's now, now he's thing. a slave who has 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 his he's become totally cognitive. And so now he's trying to use his voice to break the spell that's on all the other. It, it's like it's I don't know. It's. 
it's doing a lot of things like from the text of like slavery and like what the constant of like being the ma- the slave to a higher power and then fighting against the higher power which is a big tale in all this like well it's a big theme of the show big, yeah um because you have annette actually dealing with racism and then you have both annette and edouard dealing with actual racism you have and that's their tale of like struggle and strife and all that oh yeah they talk about this when she meets with the woman in haiti like the woman who taught her how to be a magic lady and she's like richter's not a coward he just doesn't know who he is yet and then richter shows up as magic jesus yep that oh dude that that first time i watched him just finally lose it because they're like oh don't worry we're gonna kill those two little bitches slow and he and that's that's the thing that makes him break like god i love the scene where like the one vampire is gonna get the dagger on him and then it just freezes and breaks on his neck i was like oh oh my oh and then just like the palm strike into poof and i'm like Oh, well, the fact that he like the, all three of the vampires around him are they're incinerated to a point where their bones aren't even left. They're right. they're just literally he spontaneously has, combusted. He has blue flame, which is hotter than regular flame on a temperature scale. So he just goes beep, boom, like he's legitimately there at the start of an engine. He is literally just going up and being like, hey, you heard of a spaceship? What's that? Boom. It's like that. And I'm like, Yes. I also like how the the Russian one who's like talking all this shit and has like the brand over his eye. He just goes, he starts whining like a baby and goes, you know, I was just going to say something quick and retort, like quick and witty, like a true Belmont. But fuck it. I love that. I love that so much. I'm like, it's tacky, but I love it. (laughs) So good. Again, it goes to the writing of the show. It goes to the pacing of all that. I like Juice Belmont where he's just like, he's just like, I could have gotten you birthday presents. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I could have got, what were you expecting? Birthday? And then he's like, I didn't know you existed. Wait, what? You didn't know I was alive? What? <laughs> How dare you? He's like, fuck you, Grandpa Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so I agree with you in the rating scale of all of it. It's very much in the middle between heavy metal and punk. Just because it does have some pacing issues, but the animation's there, the story's really well told, the characters have their moments to shine in each episode and allow them to show their character moments off and allow them to be certain things, which is just themselves and not just tropes, which I I won't lie, in the first few episodes, I'm like, they're not looking like characters right now. I'm getting kind of scared. But then they turned out all right. They turned out like a good baked biscuit. Yep. Now we get the full meat and potatoes for season two. We have our setup, and now let's 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 see what they do with it. I want that full meal, damn it! I've right. been sated with the bread, the bread that comes complimentary with the table that we are sitting at while we're enjoying the show. Now I want the duck I have ordered. Give me the duck. Give it to me. <laughs> and now. We usually do this, and I'm going to bring it back. We're playing a game today. Oh, shit. Okay. So, I did this on Cut recently, where we did hypothetical lawyer scenarios, where you have to defend me for a crime I have committed, but we're going to make it anime crime. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, um, in, I'm going to give you a scenario of the crime I committed, and then you have to defend me as my, like, lawyer. Okay. So, the crime I have committed, and it's going to be stereotypical like horny horny anime right now i've stolen panties that requires breaking and entering and committing theft (laughs) go defend me (laughs) listen to the people in the audience he's just a curious young boy (laughs) he doesn't know what he's done what that's a terrible one i'm going to hell furthermore how do we know that he actually went into this house? I mean, this is Japan, everyone. There are panty machines everywhere. He could have taken his parents' credit I'm card. In Japan now? <laughs> could have taken his parents' credit card, gone to a machine, and just purchased those panties, as a young, bo- a curious young boy would do. <laughs> I like how. It Who is this harlot with her vixen airs? That dare lay her blame on the sweet, young, curious boy. <laughs> oh my god, that went as terrible as I thought it would. <sighs> and, and to the audience, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> and I'm worse for bringing it up. 
good. Real good. Your turn. If you can think of one. See what you've done. I know. Oh no. We're canceled. Ugh, <laughs> oh, god damn, I did not expect that. Oh, My no. crime mm-hmm. is Oh Getting in a street duel. Uh oh. Because someone took the last mochi ball. <laughs> <laughs> so just to preference all of it um the crime is you illegal duel was anyone killed yes okay cool i, I get to i i decapitated them <laughs> you went full mugen in this moment i gotta defend mugen oh god okay here we go and i'm not sorry oh i know you're not sorry <laughs> just shut up and sit in the corner <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury and the audience, and the many, many families who this man has now taken a life away from. These people instigated this fight. My man is a starving, roving warrior. Fought for our freedoms, fought for our safeties, and all he wanted was a simple mochi ball. And they took the last one that they ordered. He ordered it themselves. They cut in line and they took it. They made sure that this brave warrior couldn't enjoy his mochi ball. And that's what I say to you. Who else wouldn't kill for sweets? Who else wouldn't kill for f- if they were hungry, starving? The defense, the prosecution has made an argument that my man had no money to pay for this mochi ball. And I disagree. There was a gold coin found at the scene of the crime. And without further evidence, because we are in feudal Japan, I can attest that this man had a gold coin to pay for the mochi ball. The defense rests. It's also not my fault they fought like bitches. I like that stricken from the record. Stricken from the record. Well done. Well done. All right, I got one more for you. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, you're doomed. Um, I have been. (laughs) Okay, I'll do this one. Um, I have been. Um, allege. I have allegedly sacrificed my good friends and family to become an eternal elder demon god. Defend me, go. So, against my client, how do we even know these people existed? There's no trace of them. <laughs> like, it's like, I've never heard of these people before. I don't see any records on them. It's like, how, how do we know we're just not slapping crimes on my man because he's doing better than most? Like, how are you, how you going to just go after the top without having the, having the hard evidence? It's like where you 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 say the Jenkins are gone. I don't see their families anywhere. (laughs) Who's here to prove that these people even existed? He's like they just show no display of godlike power. What are you talking? What even is godlike power? What even is God? So all I'll have to say is, if the glove doesn't fit, you have to acquit. And I rest my case. <laughs> That's good because God had. Yeah. That was great. It's huge. It wouldn't fit me. All right. I got to go. I thought I just thought in that moment, I was like, I'm going to throw him one. I'm going to throw him a bone. Oh, man. I don't have another one. You do. You got one in there. Uh, I believe in you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, until then, I'm going to really, I'm going to read Drew's social security number out loud until he thinks of one. Hmm, I'm blind, so give me a second. It's, 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 bl- it's blocked in a crossword. It's kind of hard to find. Um, I believe that's a two. I'm going to make you do a dark one. Oh, God, no. So, I have taken my wife. No. <laughs> no. No. And no, then no, I've no. taken my beloved pets. No. No. And used them for my no. experiments. To get government money. Uh, defend me. <laughs> That's right. I'm making fuck. you defend Shout Ducker. 
Fuck me. Okay. You did this to yourself. I I opened the door. It's my fault. All right. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, your honor, Q, um, this man is forwarding humanity into another direction, making sure that that we are safe, that we are the pinnacle scientific nation in this world to make sure that if there are any threats, foreign or domestic, that's why I'm going full American on this, um, that we are safe. Will that require monstrosities that only that those of monst- that only creatures can defend ourselves with? Of course there is. We need people who are able to transform, to be superhuman, to destroy. That's right, I know, we've seen them all. The gorilla man walking around. The lion man also walking around. A boar, a toad as well. Those are the next steps in human defense of our great country. And then you ask me, where did his wife go? Clearly she went on vacation. Clearly this man was so focused in his life and duties to the country that he, that she left him. There was no time for a family. No time at all. So she left him. So you're going to tell me that the disappearances are not just a fact of divorce? Of moving across the country or nay to another country? How dare you? This man is silent, but he is sad and heartbroken. I rest my case. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, well. Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) Fuck you for making me defend that. (laughs) And on that evil laughter, that's the end of Trapped in Isekai. Make sure that if you like it, we appreciate it. Just... Find us somewhere, anywhere. Please give us money. Oh, right. we're begging. We're begging. So we we're don't have to be peasant service anymore. Please. Please, sir. Please, sir. Can we have some more? Can we actually have this? We actually just, just, just spare a coin for us, sir. Also, remember what I said? We're going to start a campaign on this one. We're going to start a campaign about to get someone on this podcast. Someone we have no business even, like... Referencing oh, on the idea. Right. Right. This was this is never gonna happen. This is never gonna happen. But we're gonna ask someone from the live action One Piece cast who just like in all the interviews stories just be a giant nerd. Like they're all giant nerds. Let's be honest. But this woman, Emily Rudd. Hashtag Emily Rudd trapped on an isekai. Please, <laughs> I know me. you'll never listen to this, Emily Rudd. No, but you won't. Please, you never will. please let us interview you. <laughs> please, you're just a giant nerd, and we just want to interview. Please giant talk nerd with us. Please talk nerd with us. You seem fun. You seem like a fun one. You called Shanks a daddy. We approve of this message. And Taz, <laughs> what the fuck? Shanks is a daddy. What the fuck? Indeed. Indeed he is. <laughs> I'm gonna put that as the fucking tag. Hashtag Shanks Daddy. Shanks is a daddy. We're pandering to Emily Run right now. We're like, please? Please? We just want to talk nerd. Wait, do I pull the ultimate card? Do I pull... Do I dare live out the American <laughs> dream? <laughs> <laughs> she likes Jujutsu Kaisen. JJSK. Do we, oh, do we, shit. Do we, do we say it's mid? That's right. Defend it. It's mid. I'm saying Jujutsu Kaisen is mid as fuck. Get on here to defend it, please. Um, frankly, though, it's pretty mid. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're calling you out for hope. Oh, maybe one of your favorite animes. I don't know. I heard an interview that you liked it. I don't know. Just hashtag Emily Rudd for trapped in Isekai. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Shakes is steady. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs>